The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo, $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. Make sure you check out SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge. There's $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the props contest. Get all our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app. And if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out our live show at the Ainsworth, Thursday at 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network here. Back from the All-Star break. Had a, had a week off, you know, that's to ask Talon said in the Discord. We're All-Stars too. We deserve some time off, even though the NHL's All-Star weekend wasn't too great. But uh, I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert, here as always. With me is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Yeah, unfortunately, like the rest of the NHL who got to take the week off, we didn't get to go to Cabo or... Uh... Uh, Bermuda or where the fuck these guys go on their uh, their break, but uh, here we are. We're still grinding, grinding away, and we're getting back at her here. Uh, I yeah, and my my break, I I went out to the the countryside, had a big fire with the family, uh, played some axes and allies. Shout out to anyone who knows that reference, knows what that board game is. Nice. Basically, a glorified risk. Excellent, uh, excellent uh, exercise in strategy games. Um. But yeah, doing well. Uh, a fun golf golf tournament too with the the, the pro am there at Pebble Beach and uh, the other couple of courses. Uh, had a nice uh, Justin Rose winner there. I had to bet him live there. Yeah, I, I already had him in a matchup against uh, uh, Keith Mitchell, I guess. Killer Keith, the guy who wears the fucking cashmere and the fancy clothes all the time. Um, <laughs> so I beat his ass up, and then I got the outright win with Justin Rose that that like twenty eight to one. So that was a nice win today because it was it was a, a a delayed delayed thing too with the the weather going on. Um, so that 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 cash day while I was at work, so I just followed him along on my phone, and uh, that that's the worst thing. Like you could follow hockey, you could follow soccer on your phone, but following golf on your phone is is the worst. You want to see these guys take these shots and then see what's going on because. Uh, yeah, the, the phone doesn't do justice to what's actually happening, but yeah, yeah, it's been a pretty boring week without, without hockey, without real football. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad to get back into it. Yeah. I saw that the uh, Pebble beach was delayed due to it being dark. So I had to pick it up on, on Monday morning. I was like, what started earlier? Like what? what? No, it was, but... <laughs> it was, it was Saturday. It was, it was super windy and rainy or whatever. So they oh. had to start. They, yeah, they didn't finish the round on Saturday, so they had to do more on Sunday, and then they carried over into Monday. That that's what happened there. Just build a, do- a giant dome ever over every golf course. No, of course you're good. Get out of here. Get out but of I here. actually ended up making some money on that. I saw someone posted that on a specific book. Um, 
bunch of the guys, like top guys to end up in top 20, that should be like minus 150 or, or higher. We're like plus odds. So I put some down on, I think seven of those guys, I think four or five of them ended up in the top 20. So made out nicely there. Um, and I, I have an odds boost for this upcoming tournament. I may have to take uh, Jonathan Ronathan, but we'll, we'll see what Talon says on Wednesday. Uh, speaking of talent, before we get into this, make sure you check out the SGPN Discord. Always popping off in there, especially the hockey channel. We got new guys in there going going back and forth. Even even when Joel Town and I are out, they're just in there having a good old time, creating a community here. So kind of picks going back and forth. If you're going in there just to tout your own place or link to a different Discord, don't waste your time. It's it's not worth it. If you're going there to, to post a parlay that that hit the night before, don't don't waste your time either. It's uh you, you'll be you'll be mocked out of the way. But yeah, make sure you're also subscribed and follow and rate and review the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed where you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever that may be. And uh, follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Um, I was also able to make some money this weekend on the All-Star Game and Skills Competition, as uh, sad as that is. Um, it was tough watching uh, on Friday night. I, I barely watched any of it because it was jumping back and forth between different competitions. Like the, it did the fastest skater, got down to the two finalists, and they had to wait. Uh, different things in different heats and stuff, and it's just it was a, it was a complete mess. Jo- Joel, what, what is your takeaway from for first of all the, the skills competition before you get into the actual game? Well, I can save the time. I did not watch the game at all. But I did, unfortunately, see the All-Star Skills Competition, and uh, it's 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 not what it used to be. That's for sure. That whole golf thing was brutal. Uh, breaking away, making the whole crowd there at the state or at the arena there in Florida, yeah. just sit there and watch this thing on the Megatron for like I don't know twenty thirty minutes as these guys like uh, hit pucks off of uh, <laughs> like platforms, like pretending they're golfing. I, I didn't get that at all. Um, yeah, most of it was, was very cringe, especially the, like Mitch Marner with the Miami vice yeah. thing. That was bad. Uh, the Kachuk's thing was a little less bad. Uh, what else is there? The Kachuk thing was good. The, uh, happy Gilmore from pasta. Ah, I didn't like that either. No. It's all just so gimmicky and, uh, just, uh, just keep it simple, man. Like just have your best players. Try to score on the best goalies. That, that that's all it comes down to. And and of course the fastest skater, they should be racing, not actually just timing it. Um, and and the accuracy thing was probably the best part of it. I didn't actually. I, I tuned out. I thought it was over after the first round. I thought so that McDavid so did, won. So did John Butchgrass. So, so he 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 was focused on uh on McDavid and Kadri beat him. Yeah, I, I thought there was only one round. Like McDavid had the best uh, time at the first round. I thought it was over. <laughs> Turns out there was like two more rounds after that. So uh, I was in the dark there. Uh, but it, it, yeah, it lasted like three hours. Uh, I like even on the cable thing, it was only supposed to last for two hours. So I guess it went an extra hour long. So it was just a, a shit show all the way through. And uh, yeah, it's just another reason to just. Ignore this unless you're making money off it. Which you could is, which is all well two straight years. I was able to make money at least. Yeah, the the uh, accuracy shooting final was Nazem Kadri versus Brock Nelson. Both of those guys were twelve to one to win it. I, I had a small bet on both of them, so I profited there. And then uh, hardest shot, I took Ovi and Pedersen, who um, Pedersen ha- was in it a few years ago and had a pretty hard shot, but lost to uh, defenseman. But he he won it this time and ended up a prof- profitable night. And yeah, like like you said, just keep it simple. It's like the AHL had their skills competition, I think yesterday, and like they have the hardest shot. Even the NHL a few years ago, they had the the breakaway relay where the 
shooters would just relay and shoot it against the goalies. Like, that's simple. It's, it's good to watch. Um, a few years ago, I know Drew was in it. They had like the pass it into like these small nets acro- across the across the ice. That's simple. That that's fun. That's showing off passing ability. Like you said, race against each other, start on opposite sides and go. You know the the obstacle course they used to have that they have in the AHL now. There's just so many things where just have the players show off what they can do. Don't have them do this gimmicky shit, like you said. And I don't know if it's, they just want to show off the, the location and, and like get more sponsors. It's not easier to get sponsors, but I'm sure they can get sponsors for players actually doing things that are going to impress people. Like just have McDavid shoot targets the whole night. That that would be better than than what they did. But yeah, uh, but then, then the game, you, you didn't watch it. I uh, I was on the Metropolitan, so I, I lost that, but I took the Central, and I took the under. The under in the final was, was absolutely incredible. Um, I took under 12.5 as, as soon as it opened. It got bet down to 11.5 and 10.5 before it started. It was like 3 nothing after the first half, and then it was there were like four or five goals in the final minute or two to, to really make me sweat it out, but it was a... It was a 12 goal total final, but if if I was under 11 and a half or under 10 and a half, I would have been absolutely pissed off. But yeah, it's it's just the NHL should be doing so much better with than what they're doing with the weekend. And uh, shout out to uh, Kirill Kaprizov who declined to take part in any skills events and then went uh, I think minus two in the game. So he showed up, he, he got his check, and he left. So good for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder what happened to the uh, the bets that had uh, Kaprizov to win yeah. the fastest skater. I, I I would hope they got void, but but who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> right, speaking of uh, just ca- cashing your checks, make sure you check out WinBet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, also known as WinBet's build-your-own-bet. The big game is here, and WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offers are changed terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you're a somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out SGP's live show at the Ainsworth Thursday at 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. The show is free. You'll be able to watch the show and have some drinks with the guys. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. Right, Joe, anything else you want to do, uh, touch on here before we get into this small slate on Tuesday? Not really. I just wish I went to the bar instead of watching that dumb uh, All-Stars <laughs> Skills competition. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm right <laughs> so, there. Right boring ass night I've ever spent in the whole freaking. I don't know. It's been a while since I was that bored watching TV. Yeah, I, I was trying to watch it because I, I had money invested and it just I just couldn't. I, I had to. I, I ended up streaming it on my laptop and, and then doing other stuff there. But yeah, maybe they'll do better better next year. Um, but all right, we got a six game slate here on Tuesday, February seventh. As uh, some teams are on their bye week now. Kicking it off, 7 o'clock spot here. We got the Colorado Avalanche at the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game right now is a pick on minus 110. Over-under at 6.5, also a pick at minus 110. Uh, what do you see your abs doing here out of the break? Well, first of all, before we get into the slate here, I think it's important to note that 
you know, these teams are coming off of a bye week. We could see some strange results. And um, I didn't do a lot of uh, preparation for this. So I don't have any uh, of my numbers, unfortunately. So it's all gut handicapping going forward. It's all pure instinct. Um, so, yeah, just uh, bear in mind, I think it's good to go light here unless you have, like, some, some uh, serious uh, situational advantage you, you, you have a, a strong feeling on or whatever. I certainly do not. But uh, for this one here, I, I, I got to go with the with the abs here, given the fact that they are – they're on a good run. Like they won like uh, six of the past seven games, and they're they're scoring goals. They're doing a lot better than they were before that. Um, a lot of that has to do with Natushin being back. Uh, I say it all the time. He's the key to the team. And and the pit the, the Penguins meanwhile they they can't they can't keep the puck out of the net. Their goaltending's gone to shit. The defense's gone to shit. They can still score though. So that's why I'm leading with the Abs and the over. I think this could be an easily uh, a high scoring game. Of course, we're seeing McKinn go against his best buddy, Sidney Crosby. So uh, the Tim Hortons classic here. Uh, we're going to take the abs here, even at minus 110 and over 6.5 here at minus 110. I think that this is uh, going to be a fun game to watch uh, coming off the break. Hopefully they're not too uh, drunk from whatever the exercises were down in there in Florida. You know, they like to get after it with their uh, Mai Tais and other uh, rum drinks. So, yeah, give me the abs. Give me the over. Yeah, I second what you said here, especially coming out of the break. You don't know how these teams are looking. So, so do tread lightly unless for some reason you have some strong intuition one way or the other. And, you know, I, I could see that here with the Avs. The Avs were a hot team heading into the break. Now they got Nutrushkin's back. Um, Bowen Byram is expected to possibly be back on Tuesday as well. So the Avs opened as underdogs here. I got him at plus 100. I'd very easily just take him at minus 110 as well. Uh, Colorado's fine on the road, 14 and nine Pittsburgh at home is 14 and 10. So not much advantage there for them. Um, yeah. And abs were hot going into the break. Penguins were not there. were, uh, they lost six of their past nine games. Only wins were against Florida and overtime at seven, six game beat Ottawa and they beat the ducks. So not, not too impressive there. I'll take the abs to come out hot out, out of the uh, break here at minus one ten, And I do lean to the over as well. All right, going down to the other 7 o'clock game here, we got the San Jose Sharks at the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, game itself is in Tampa. Lightning are minus 280 on the money line, minus 110 on the puck line. Sharks are plus 235 on the money line. Over-unders at 6.5, both over and under paying off minus 110. Uh, Lightning coming off a, a real tough loss down there in Sunrise. Uh, I think it was 7-1 final to uh, to Florida. So they got that, that first game after the break out of the way you know maybe that'll that'll be better for them but going against a team that hasn't played yet you know a rest versus rust type of thing but sharks are one in seven in their last date on three or more days rest uh and the lightning are one in four in their last five on no days rest so no real advantage there based off their records but they, these are both over teams uh sharks have gone over 33 out of 49 times Tampa bay it does also go to the over as well I believe Vasilevsky started uh, on Monday, so it should be Brian Elliott, and doesn't really matter who starts for the Sharks, Kakanen or, or Reimer. Uh, I like the over here, and I would lean to San Jose just as a dog because you could, as a big dog, because you, you you do see some wacky things coming out coming out of the All Star break. Sure, but yeah, the uh, the the point here with <laughs> that last uh, the Panthers game and the Lightning game. Uh, that the real all-stars were in the Florida Panthers team. Uh, 
they they weren't the all stars on that ice in uh, on Saturday's game. It was the the Florida Panthers here on Monday, where they pumped Vasilevsky on thirty or forty nine shots and um mm-hmm. and scored seven goals there. And obviously Vasilevsky was a just a couple days off that that little trip there. So yeah, he might not have been in the right mood. So that kind of explains that one. But um, yeah, look out for the Panthers going forward. Could be a team to watch in the last. The third of the season, um, but yeah, for this one, uh, the Lightning are an excellently coached team. I do expect them to bounce back from that. They they just got embarrassed by their their interstate intrastate rival. So now they got the Sharks here coming in, who are not a good team at all. But yeah, plus two thirty five and a back to back. That sounds about right. I do like what you said about the over though with Brian Elliott and that. Uh, I don't think that he is as good as Vasilevsky, even coming off of his all-star uh, expedition. <laughs> so, Vasilevsky could be drunk, could, be, could still be drunk, and he'd probably be better. Exactly. Than That's my point, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, I don't mind the over here. I, I think the Lightning come up firing, uh, but the Sharks could uh, get a few themselves. Uh, no real play on the side here. I do expect this line to move. I'm not sure exactly which way it'll move. Uh, with the Sharks being the rested team and the Lightning being the team that's just got humiliated. So it, it could go either way. I, I, I still think that it'll go towards the towards the Sharks uh, with Brian Elliott being confirmed. But, uh, yeah, for the total, that that's my stronger play in this one. Give me the over six and a half here. Yeah, yeah I mean, the Panthers may be a, a team to watch here in the second half. Kachuk got that all-star game MVP, big win out of the break. So, uh in my Eastern Conference futures coming out of the break, I published on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check that out. I uh, I mentioned the Panthers to miss the playoffs at minus 160. Not feeling as good about that right now, but it's, still, it's only one game. They still got uh, plenty of goaltending issues and other things to, to deal with. All right, going down to the 7:30 slot here, we have the Edmonton Oilers at the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, the game itself in Detroit. Red Wings are plus 140 home dogs. Oilers are minus 165. Over/unders at six and a half. Overpaying off minus 125. Under plus 105. What do you got for this one? So my first lean here, my instinct, my talent play was the over. Um, just given the fact that the, the Red Wings have uh, not much goaltending going on. But then I remember that Magnus Helberg is, is playing well, so he could get the start now with uh, the struggles of Huso and Adelkovic. Huso is confirmed. I, I just Huso is confirmed. Okay, uh, that, that makes like me like the over a little bit better now. Um, but then again, there's also McDavid and Drysaddle coming out of Florida, and uh, that shit show there on the All-Star thing. So... Who knows if their their mind is exactly focused for this one? So this one makes a, a, a tricky handicap, but I'm I'm still gonna lean to the over here just uh, based on the fact that uh, the Red Wings have not good defense, but they they have a decent uh, offense, and the Oilers have the obviously number first, the number one power in the league right now, and I think that they can get it done even on on sleepy cylinders here. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, the Oilers are on a mission too. That's that's an important thing. Like they they've been playing very well before the All Star break, and hopefully they keep it going afterwards. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they, then again, they might be a little complacent. They they look at themselves in the standings. They think that they got some work done. Maybe they they take a game off. So once again, tread lightly. But my lean here is to the Oilers and uh, the over six and a half at minus one twenty five. Yeah, I, I like the Oilers here as well as the over. Um, I, I put a half unit on the Oilers' puck line at plus 150. Um, six of their past seven wins 
um, were by at least two goals, and they won seven or eight games before the All-Star break. So unless McDavid and Drysaddle got, got into too much down there in Miami, hopefully they can get the win here. Edmonton's fine on, fine on the road, 15-8, and eight, actually way better than at home. And Detroit is a better home team than a than road team, but they're still 12-10-3 at home, under 500. So Edmonton, I don't want to lay minus 165 just because of the, coming out of the break, that tread lightly stuff, but I'll, I'll throw a half unit on the puck line at plus 150. And then, yeah, the, the over, both of these teams can score. Both of these teams can definitely give up some goals here. So I like the over. And this might be a spot I'm looking at Edmonton in the race to four, if you can get that for plus odds. I, I have not checked what that is yet. All right, going down to the other 7:30 game here. We got yeah, Seattle. I really doubt it'll be plus odds, but if it is plus <laughs> odds, I will definitely be on that as well. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now while 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 I, while I pass it to you next time. We got the okay. Seattle Kraken at the New York Islanders. Game itself is on Long Island. It's pick them. Uh, both teams at minus 110 uh, over under. Also pick them five and a half over minus 110 under minus 110. Uh, what do you got for your Isles here? My Isles. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I guess I got this reputation as a, an aisle defender, um, but uh, it's yeah, it, it, it's, it has to do with their their culture and the, the playoff uh, potential and whatnot. I love their their general manager Lou Amarillo, but uh, yeah, they're going against uh, a tough cracking team who are in form. An awesome January, I think they they might have had the most points in the, the month of January. I could be wrong on that. I'm just going off of what my I remember. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Islanders now with Bo Horvat, they were looked they looked okay today. Uh, they played Varlamov, so it'll be Sorokin likely in net here. He's obviously just coming off that All Star experience, and uh, the Kraken are without Matty Beniers, I believe. So they're missing their the number one center. So this is a tough one to call. I, initially, I leaned to the Kraken just because the Islanders, you know, they were down in Philly. They played a tough game there against the Flyers, uh, edged out a two one win, I believe. And yeah, now coming back home to a restless cracking team, it's uh, yeah, the, the, the minus one ten makes sense. But uh, the fact that uh, you know, the Islanders only have only played this one game in the past uh, couple of weeks now, so they, they shouldn't be too tired. So I, uh, it was Sorokin in that. I, I there's a massive goaltending advantage here. So you know, I think that the. I would suspect that the crack can get the money anyway, even with Sorokin confirmed. But then again, there's Beneers out. Oy, oy, oy. This is a tough one, man. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Islanders here. Even at minus 110 or better, that, that's what I would say. That's my limit. Minus 110 or better on the Islanders. Not a cent more. Give me the yeah. Islanders here. <laughs> that race to four for the, for the Oilers is plus 125. And you can get okay. um, race to three at minus 115 if you prefer that. But uh, yeah, right. for this for this that, game, I'll probably be uh, betting that as well with you. All right, we'll, we'll probably see uh, Detroit score four first, and then Edmonton win by two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, this this is a tough game because yeah, you could see the money go to Seattle. They're kind of the darlings here. They're nearly atop the Western Conference, atop the Pacific Division right now. But also, Islanders, despite being a back to back, you know, had just had a ton of rest, just got Bo Horvat. And they beat the Flyers. So there's not a lot of energy taken there. And they have the better goalie in that. So it, it is tough to predict how this line's going to go. But I, I just think Seattle's for, for real. I think at this point in the year, they're one of the best teams in the West. They're one of the best teams probably in the entire league. Their point percentage is um, seventh or eighth there. So they're, they're, they're a good team. It's just goaltending is the issue. So it's tough to bet on Martin Jones or Grubauer, whoever's in that. But 
I think the Kraken here, if you can get them plus plus money or, or minus 110 or, yeah, minus 110, I'm not going to lay too much more than that here. They're 3-1-1 one, and one on three or more days rest, but the Islanders are 6-3-1 and one on no days rest, so not much advantage there either way. I do like the under, though. Uh, the Islanders, shout out to Scott Reichel in, in the uh, chat here in, from the, uh, prop, the prop cast for this stat. The Islanders haven't scored more than three goals in a game since January 3rd. And they only scored three goals once. They, they've scored two goals or fewer in uh, many of their last games. They have 24 goals total in their last 14 games. So not a lot of goals, goals, goals being scored by the Islanders. So I definitely like the under here, even at five and a half at minus 110. All right. And I, was sure- I was looking at the, uh, the Oilers team total, and it's like minus 130 for over three and a half. So I can see why people are tempted to bet these race to four things. And because, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, you could find better odds that way. I mean, the only way, you, the only way you you there's the the, the difference is because you got to get to four goals first. But if you get to four goals, there's a very good chance you're the first one to get to four <laughs> goals, right? Even in today's high scoring NHL. So, yeah, if you get that that uh, race to four bet, I think that's oftentimes a better bet than the team total these days. So, yeah, if you get plus one twenty five, I I think that that's a damn good bet there. Yeah, they're going to screw you sometimes, and that might just might just rule you off against from betting them. But like, you remember that the loss is more than the positive. Like, you're going to cash on those more than you're not maybe not cash more than you want, but you, there's more value there than than taking the team total, especially because Red Wings team total over three and a half is plus one forty five itself. So it's a matter of is Edmonton going to score four or not is what I look at look at it as. But uh, make sure you check out SGPN Big Game Bingo. Uh, Get your own big game bingo card full of all your favorite big game prop bets. If you get bingo, you win a $57 SGPN gift card. Only catch is you must be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. In another the big game, SGPN is hosting a prop bet contest. Make your picks for 57 different prop bets. Winner will get $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the SGPN store. You can buy a lot of merch with that. All our contests are free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. We got two more games here at the eight o'clock docket. We got the Vegas Golden Knights at the Nashville Predators. Uh, Predators are minus one twenty. Golden Knights are plus one hundred. Over under set at six. Overpaying off plus one hundred. Under minus one twenty here. Uh, this is a game here where I'm just being sucked in, into the Vegas Golden Knights by name. This is one of the the, the games where you know what I, I look at the Golden Knights. I remember them being better than, than they are, and I took them at, at plus 100, even money. I still think they're the better team than Nashville, but it's tough with, with Mark Stone out. He's like he's their key, but he is their only major injury now. They got Theodore back. They got Alec Martinez back. They got Eichel's back. So it's just really him and Zach Whitecloud that are regulars that are, that are out. Um, and Vegas stumbled into the break. They lost four straight and seven of their past eight while Nashville won three straight and five of their past six. So we'll see if the, the break can uh, break up that momentum for either team. But I just think Vegas is the better team, and they're fine on the road, 15, 5, and 4, uh, even better on the road than they are at home. So I, I think anytime I get Vegas against Nashville for even money, I think I have to take it. This is the game, I think, that, that makes the most sense in terms of um... – that uh, difference between the that that the All Star break and the bye week uh, in these teams, because yeah, like you were mentioning, the Predators had that 
nice uh, nice January month. Uh, they were playing excellent hockey. The Knights uh, were struggling, especially with their injury concerns. Uh, but Mark Stone makes the biggest difference for me. He's uh, possibly the the best player in this in this uh, game. If if Eichel doesn't uh, match his early season form, he's been slumping lately. So this is a big question mark game for me, but I'm still going to go with the Preds here, minus 120. They just they just had a very good January, and uh, they deserved a few more wins than what they got even. So, yeah, Saros playing well now. Of course, he's another one who's coming off the, the All-Star. Well, then Logan Thompson, was, <laughs> yeah. Logan Thompson was there as well, and uh, he has been shit anyway, though. So, yeah, this is a huge question mark game, but I'm going to lean here to the Preds at minus 120. Uh, I think that they're the better team. They have a... It, it wasn't quite the home ice advantage that we saw in previous years with uh, how they've been playing the past few years, but um, I, I still think that there's a there's a good uh, crowd here. It'll get them pumped up. It's not like the the Panthers or the Coyotes or the uh, what's another shitty ass team? <laughs> the Flyers. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, those the, the Flyers have some good. Home, home ice fans. Oh, 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 oh fans. Sh- shitty, shitty fan bases. Yeah, shitty, like uh, nope, they don't care about hockey kind of clubs. Uh, Carolina was that before they were good. Yeah. Uh, Tampa was like that before they were good, but uh, yeah, the Preds are. They have a, they have a nice uh, disciplined following. It's it's like a cult thing there down in mm-hmm. Nashville, so uh, they can put up some good shows. So, yeah, I'm gonna lean to the Predators here, minus one twenty. Um, just going to back the fact that the Knights are playing like shit without Mark Stone. And uh, unless they, unless they, um, yeah, as Bruce Cassidy turns the ship around and whatnot. I mean, uh, we, we're seeing a totally different team here compared to what we saw at the, the first few months when this team looked destined to win the Pacific. Uh, it's a different story since they lost a couple of key pieces. So, uh, yeah, I just uh, I think minus 120 is a little bit short for the Preds. So give me that side for the total. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's another mystery for me. Over six, under six. That seems about right because uh, it could go either way. It could be a three one game. It could be a six four game uh, with the the, the goaltending. Uh, situation are any of these guys confirmed i haven't even looked uh i had i had the tab open let me check i don't think anyone's confirmed probably besides no. let's let's scroll down here no 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 one's confirmed tomorrow besides Huso right now yeah okay so probably thompson and and soros even though they've uh, I, I could i could see their coaches giving them a game off after after the all-star so game. they play wednesday though uh, um, this is terrible podcasting but <laughs> no there's nobody playing wednesday so yeah no. it might be soros and thompson uh, yeah so yeah give me the uh the preds here slightly yeah as you mentioned it's it's not just like it was a weekend off like the predators haven't played since 26th which was two or Two Sundays ago at this point, I think, if I'm doing, I don't yeah. know, I can't, I can't do math. Longer than, <laughs> longer than four or five days off. It's been at least a week. So these teams yeah, have definitely been able to lose. Every, every team gets a bye week, right? So mm-hmm. most of the teams have their bye week last week, and then a few teams have their bye week this week. So that's why you won't see the Bruins playing, the Leafs playing, and uh, who else played last week? Uh, I don't remember. Capitals, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they're all back on Saturdays. Is, is there exactly? That's why it's 14 games late. Yeah. Yeah. 
right, and we got a, a final game here, 8.30. Just got a barn burner to end it. Anaheim Ducks at the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks are minus 130. Ducks are plus 110. Over-under at 6.5. Overpaying off plus 100. Underpaying off minus 120. Uh, back-to-back here for the Ducks. They're currently losing 2 nothing in Dallas in the third period, so they're probably going to lose that one. Short trip up to Chicago for them. Um, who knows with this game? Like, if like don't don't bet a side in this game. If anything, just just bet the over at, at plus one hundred even money and just hope it's a a back and forth game with a bunch of goals. Maybe take the over eight and a half all total that we tried to do a, a few times ago with uh, the Ducks and Coyotes. I, I don't know what to do with these two shit teams. You could tell it's two shit teams when we're telling you to hope for something to happen. <laughs> <laughs> hope it's an over six and a half. Hope it's eight goals. Uh, I love it, though, because uh, I'm going the same way. Uh, it'll be Stoller's net, presumably, unless he's still injured. <laughs> uh, I know Gibson played tonight, so whoever the Ducks backup is yeah, will be playing is in this one. Right now. Yeah, and the Blackhawks, they're, they're, they're playing some good hockey. They had a nice Western road trip. They won a few games. <laughs> Uh, upset some teams. Of course, they got fucking pummeled by uh, the Oilers uh, with their. They they got pummeled so bad the Oilers put in their fucking ebook and that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the Blackhawks are uh, they're uh, a mixed bag right now. They they, they were playing well, but uh, of course they'll come back to earth because they they really want one of those uh, top three picks, especially number one. Um. So, yeah, this is a definitely a tank war. It'll be like uh, the Battle of Kursk in 1943. Of course, uh, missing my Talon's my, not here, my buddy Talon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You'd be all uh, over that one. I got nothing for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a tank war here uh, with the Ducks and the Hawks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a, a couple birds. Give me the uh, give me the over because, you know, they're going to fly and, and fly. They go over. <laughs> There you go. And and it's not even like this is like a, a 10 o'clock game or even like a 9 o'clock game. This is an 8.30 game. There's no, you're not going to know how your night's going by the time this, this game is started. So you can't do like a, like a late night D-Gen chase or a D-Gen over. But that's where we're going here is, is just the over. Yeah. One thing, though, if you like the Blackhawks, I think it's better to bet them early just because the Ducks are on the mm-hmm. back-to-back with their backup goalie likely starting tomorrow. Yeah, uh, um, I didn't write down consensus plays here, but only six games. I think we're both on the abs and the, at least the leaning to the over there. Um, and over in the Sharks-Lightning game. Over in the Edmonton-Detroit game. And a lean to Edmonton race to four, plus 125. Sure. Um, we're on different sides in the Seattle Islanders game and Vegas-Nashville. Do you like the under in Kraken uh, Isles? Or no, no play. Five and a half. Uh, uh, no, I can see. Hmm, that's a tough one. But yeah, I got to play one under, right? I'm on, I'm on the over, and I call the other one. So I think most most of the games tonight went over. I saw some stat that like most games after the All Star break do go over. Which okay, all right, seem to be the thing tonight. Fuck it, go over. Actually, only three of. It looks like it's going to be three of six, so half, whatever. <laughs> uh, Vegas, Nashville, on different sides. I don't think either of us took a total there. It's a yeah. You said it was it was six. Who the fuck knows? And then over in in the Ducks, Blackhawks game because why not? Why not? That's the best handicapping you'll ever hear. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's all we got here. Make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gamer Podcast on whichever podcast platform you listen on. 
leave us a five-star rating or review as well, so I have something to read here at the outro of the show. And uh, as always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And uh, get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, Hockey Channel. It's free. Banter going back and forth. Picks going back and forth. All types of picks. So make sure you get in the Discord. All right. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. I'm Joel Meyer. I know you'll find me asking you if you ever want to play a board game for 12, 14, 16, 18 hours. Axis and Allies is your thing. We need to get like a, an off-season online HGP access now that's going. There's actually an app called AAA. You can actually do that. So let's fucking go. All right, let's go. Peace. Peace.